Hello, and welcome to the Sister Struggles Podcast. My name is Joanna Jama at Sister Struggles Podcast on IG, and this is my podcast where I dig deeper into redefining self-care as a way for you to listen to your intuition, your needs, create better self-care habits and mindsets that serve you and not the roles you've been given. Then you can free yourself from burnout, people-pleasing, and toxic relationships. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe for new episodes. Hey guys, happy Sunday. Welcome to another episode of Sister Struggles. If you haven't tuned into the other episodes, um, I am a self-care coach and host of this podcast that focuses on issues that Black women face, hence Sister Struggles, but particularly that strong Black woman stereotype that a lot of us have embodied with or without knowing it and really trying to help you navigate toxic friendships and people-pleasing that I think are very easy to get caught up in if you embody that stereotype of not wanting to ask for help, suppressing your emotions, and just genuinely just appearing like you're unbothered when the truth is you are very much bothered. Am I right? Okay, so let's get into it. What does an ambiguous friendship look like? Because for me, it looks like somebody that judges me or I just feel like they're like overly critical about my actions or my decisions or my thoughts or just my general being. Somebody that shows no interest in understanding how I feel or maybe insults how I feel instead of making an effort to understand because I know that's something that I would reciprocate to another person, especially if they are opening up and they're being vulnerable. Another big sign for me when I'm really unsure about where I stand in a friendship is reciprocity. Like that's a really big boundary for me. As someone that is a giver and you know wants to meet people where they are, you have to also give the same energy that I give. So if I feel like a friend is inconsistent and says, hey, let's hang out and then never actually makes plans or we make plans and they cancel them every single time. Um, Those are big signs for me because I realized through my own healing and just the recognition of my own worth and the weight of that, that I am not making time for people that trigger my abandonment issues. You know, particularly if I'm finding myself having to reach out routinely and it's regularly, you know, me putting the effort in and that's not being reciprocated, like that just hurts me every single time because I get caught in overthinking. I'm like, what's going on is, you know, especially if it's we were hanging out a bunch and then now we're not hanging out and I'm not hearing from you, you know, please explain. (laughs) Please explain like what's going on because I feel like ghosting is so immature. I think that there is no better of a way to show people that you're unreliable. Um, And I'm not saying that I've never ghosted before. I've definitely done that before. But again, now through my healing and understanding, like how hurtful that can be to another person. um, I don't do that. Sometimes I'll even go out of my way and over explain because, again, that's just who I am. And I don't want anybody to feel bad. And then being able to manage your emotions and then communicate your emotions I also think is a really big sign it's fucking hard like it's not easy but but man when somebody can communicate when they're upset with you or they're like hey what you did you know I wasn't cool with I cannot tell you how happy that makes me like I want friends that will tell me if something is up that can just even have that conversation because isn't it so much easier to just ignore it right and so when somebody actually had a really good friend of mine let me know hey this was a really important event and you relate to it and you know that really just 
you know, I was disappointed and that upset me. And of course, I was caught off guard because I was like, shit, that's really fucked up. Like, they're right. Like, that was my fault. Um, but I, in that moment, I had to own up to it. Yeah, I felt how I felt because I was in my feelings, but they were completely right. And um, so just, I really, I cherish that kind of communication because again, I think it's really difficult and I think that it's easier to just ignore it. And as people pleasers, as recovering people pleasers, I'll say, cause we are all healing. It's so hard because we don't want to bring up conflict. We're chilling, we're having fun, we don't want to fuck up the vibe. All the reasons and excuses and justifications that we give ourselves to not speak up for what our needs are and also to reduce um, the validity of those needs. And I think that that is one of the worst things that we can do to show ourselves that our needs don't matter. And if we don't think that our needs matter, then we're not going to think other people think our needs are valid either. So those are just a few of my signs that I figured out like, hey, being in this friendship makes me feel bad. You know, I don't leave them feeling uplifted, uh, supported, seen, heard, all of those things. I leave them angry, anxious, like, why'd they say that? Was that a dig at me? Or, you know, why'd they show up? You know, why they're always with this friend and show up for their things, but they're never showing up for mine. Like, that's not what I want to focus on in a friendship. I have way, like, so many other things to focus on and so many other things going on in my own mind to be worried about people in my life, especially because that's something you can choose. So ambiguous friendships can be very difficult to navigate when you uh, struggle with codependency and just wanting to really understand why that person is not communicating um, or reciprocating the way that you do. But I, like I said before, I think it's a really big sign that that's not someone that either you want in your life or adds to your life. Uh, it's somebody that maybe you could just have a little bit of an emotional distance from because again, is it really making you feel good to be around them? Um, and this goes for friends, family, coworkers, like any strangers, neighbors, whatever, anybody. Um, you are allowed to create that boundary between you and them if uh, it's not something that's working out for you. You have that privilege, you have that right. What I really want you guys to, to do, what I think the key here is, is for you to think about like, what are those things for you? What are those ways, um, like think about the friendships that you have in your life that you do feel supported. Like what are those things that make you feel that way? What are the characteristics of that person and the way they are around you that really adds to your life? Um, and it's like a mutually beneficial friendship, relationship. And also uh, be cognizant that those needs can change. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine that maybe 15 years ago, particularly in college, I remember I had tons of friends because we were just having that conversation of like, you know, what, how our friendships have evolved and what they're like and like why we don't have as many friends as we had before and how that, you know, just kind of feels like it sucks sometimes. But I was like in college, I had tons of friends. Like I was hanging out with multiple groups of people like every day. And I was like, why is that? And I came to the conclusion that it was because I really think you're just collecting people, you know? You're just like, hey, we're going having fun, we're drinking, we're going out, these are my people, whatever. But like, I wasn't really taking stock in how they were adding to my life. And when I really think about the people that I was spending the most time with, 
Those people are people that I don't talk to today. Um, I wouldn't talk to today because they're people that, like, I remember my one of my college roommates, like, hung out all the time, but she was one of those friends that would, like, low-key try to make fun of me all the time or, like, dig at me or, you know, just be like, oh, I'm just joking, I'm just joking. And I'm like, I'm like, bitch, that ain't a joke. I know it's not a joke, but back then... I couldn't tell um, and I couldn't discern if it was just like her ribbing me or, um, you know, that was just her personality. Like, I just didn't have those strong boundaries of deciding for myself that that wasn't cool. Um, And plus, she was my roommate, so I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. But again, I got so, so caught up in, well, she's my friend. Like, why would she do this? Like, we have fun together. Like, she's shown me or demonstrating other ways of her, you know, friendship. But, like, I was not focusing on the fact that she was doing these very blatant, terrible things. Because I didn't want to speak up. Again, I didn't want to mess up the vibe. Me, her, and a couple of the friends were in, like, a mutual group. And, you know, you just get caught up in not wanting to make waves. And really just tolerate that behavior because, again, she was a friend of mine. I thought she was a friend of mine. But, um, yeah, if I was to go back in time, I would have handled that a lot differently. I would have just been like, okay, well, I'm going to figure out a different living space or I'm just not going to hang out with her, point blank. I just wouldn't have been questioning our friendship because I would have known, oh, well, it doesn't feel good to be around her like she doesn't make me feel good so end of story like that's all it is it doesn't have to be broken down into precisely the exact reason sometimes it's just like their energy does not mesh well with my energy and that's enough so i wonder if you have a friendship in mind right now because um i have a couple ones and thankfully i've let those go but um If you are someone that is struggling with people pleasing and you're not someone that speaks up for your needs often, I encourage you to do so. Especially the friendships that you're questioning, if you haven't spoken up about what's bothering you or just how your needs are not being met, I urge you to at least try that first. Give that person a chance to see if they can meet you there. But again, only if this is a person that you've decided you want to keep in your life, you want to make it work, uh, and you want to see if, again, they can meet you there. Also, try not to be so tolerant of other people's behavior. Again, if you're struggling with people-pleasing, I think it's very easy to give other people excuses for their behavior and their lack of effort. But what I do all the time is think about, like, if it was me, like, I'm allowed to ask for the same thing that I give. And if this was a friend dealing with this situation, would I be like, oh, you shouldn't deal with that? Then that's the same way that I should also handle that. Like, why am I uh, bending and folding while someone else isn't putting the effort in to treat me with the respect that I deserve? Because I know that I would give that respect back. Another thing that I do, and this is tough too, but... Fighting the urge to continue texting someone if they're not reaching out. Um, these days, I just reach out once, and it's their responsibility to, to reciprocate. It's their responsibility to hit me back, right? That's a boundary, right? Because otherwise, like I always say, if you find yourself people-pleasing around someone all the time, like it's so much easier to find yourself in a toxic friendship or relationship. Uh, because you're just tolerating how someone is and not putting down your own hard boundary, firm boundary, to decide if this is working for you or not. And I will say that I think it does get tough navigating that part because 
you know, it's just like with relationships, you know, you've got the good and you've got the bad and we want to stay and stick around because the good is so good. But if the bad leaves you feeling, you know, drained, overwhelmed, unsupported, criticized, judged, all those things, you're left feeling like shit after you're, you know, around them um, the majority of the time. Like that's something to think about because again, you deserve so much more than that. You deserve friendships that you, um, you deserve friendships that create a safe space so that you can express how you're feeling. Um, you deserve to show that you deserve friendships that make an actual intentional effort. You deserve friendships that offer advice and not judgment. And you deserve friendships that prioritize fun and not drama and chaos and bullshit. You deserve friendships that are consistent and reliable. You deserve friendships that communicate in the same way that you would. And you deserve friendships that regularly show that you're a priority, that they're making time for you. Because what we are not doing anymore is acting like it doesn't bother us, acting like we don't have feelings that, you know, we feel hurt and we wish that things would be different. But from what I've learned again from taking stock of my own friendships that um, I really don't have any regrets with the choices that I've made because now with the friends that I have now I never question like if they're gonna leave me out or if they're gonna plan things without me or just not communicating in general or where they ghosted me like I'm not gonna deal with that anymore and that also goes for friendships that are overbearing I'm also don't have the time and effort to be able to take care of other people's problems on the regular. I can't be other people's therapists, you know? So I really urge you guys, if you've got a couple friendships that are giant question marks and you're unsure and they've been causing you stress, think about these things. And remember that it's always up to you to make a choice and you have the control. You have the privilege of being able to decide for yourself. So I hope that provided you with a little bit of clarity and really had you thinking about, you know, what's right for me in friendships, in relationships, in life. No longer reducing ourselves to people-pleasing habits that end up in toxic relationships and friendships that take away from what we want to do in this life, that take away from how we want to show up, the roles that we actually want to play and not the roles that people expect of us or pigeonhole us into. You get to decide. So never forget that. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Thank you guys again for tuning in to an episode of Sister Struggles. So please rate, review, subscribe, and just let me know what you think. And I would love to hear what you guys would love to hear on future episodes.